Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hi everyone, Steve here and welcome to the podcast. The topic of this podcast is the best time to discuss price. Now, let's say, for example, that a prospect contacted you, a brand new prospect, and of course you want to land this potential new client, and they have a case study that they want you to write, and they're discussing your case study writing services. At some point in that conversation, they're going to ask you, how much do you charge? You're going to ask about price. In fact, I guarantee that every every project discussion you have with brand new uh, clients, they're going to ask that question. What is your fee? How much do you charge? So in this scenario, they ask you that question. What do you do? Well, you've probably been told that what you need to do is to get some particulars on the case study project. You ask some questions, get an idea of the scope, and then Tell the prospect that you'll get back to them perhaps later that day or maybe even the next day with a quotation. And then you go off and you sweat and worry for (laughs) a couple of hours maybe trying to figure out how much you should price this case study because you want to get as much money as you can for it. But at the same time, you don't want want to price too high and lose it. And then you finally decide on a price. You submit that proposal the next day. And you email it and fingers crossed, you hope the prospect uh, gets back to you and you land this project. And maybe you don't hear from them and a couple days later you follow up and you ask them, hey, did you get my proposal? Uh, Should we move forward with this project? And it goes on and on like this. That's the typical way that many writers and many creative professionals, in fact, in in other creative areas as well, uh, uh, handle pricing. And it's, it's a typical way that, that pricing is done. And uh, you'll, you'll find a lot of other copywriters uh, teaching that. But I'm here to tell you that there is a better way. That there's a better way to price projects that dramatically increase your chances of landing the project. And it's something I stumbled across by accident, actually. Many, many years ago, I was uh, I had that same conversation with a prospect many years ago. A prospect contacted me, and uh, she had something she wanted me to write. And I actually I forget what the project was off the top of my head, but she kept saying, "You know, can you give me some idea of the price? How much do you charge?" And I I gave her that line. I said, "You know, let me give you some get some information, and then I'll I'll get back to you with a quotation later on today or early tomorrow morning." But she kept pressing me and pressing me and pressing me. And she finally said, listen, can't you just give me a ballpark, some idea of how much you charge for this project? And I relented and I said, sure. And I gave her this a ballpark price. And she said, fine, if that's the ballpark price, then I want to go ahead. I want to go ahead with you as the copywriter for this project. You know, you, you, you decide what the exact price is, but if it falls within that ballpark, I'm good. Let's do it. Let's move forward. And I hung up the phone and I realized, hey, without submitting a formal proposal yet, I just landed the job. I gave, uh, I gave this prospect a ballpark price and she said, yes. She said, that sounds fine. <laughs> I got the job. And it started me thinking, you know, maybe I should take that approach more often. Maybe I should have the discussion about price 
early in the process, preferably when I have the prospect on the phone for the first time discussing a project. Maybe I should do that. I wonder if that will increase my chances of getting the project. I wonder if I'll I'll land more projects as a result. And I started taking that approach, and you know what? It worked like gangbusters. Uh, For many different reasons, I started landing more projects with brand new clients when I started having my price conversation with them right at the very first conversation, rather than waiting to quote them later on. So why is that? Why is quoting a ballpark price to a prospect at that very first conversation you have with a prospect, why does that work so well? Why does that increase your chances of getting the project rather than submitting a formal quote a day or two later? Well, there's a number of reasons why it works so well, this approach works so well. The first and most important reason is this, is during that initial conversation with the prospect, when you give the prospect some idea of your pricing, a ballpark price at the very least, then um, you're able to get feedback right away. You know right away, especially if you're talking to the prospect in person or on the phone, you know right away whether that price is, is reasonable, whether they, uh, they're going to react positively or negatively to that price. Um, you get that feedback right away, and then you can deal with that feedback. You can deal with that potential objection. For example, if the client, if you said that uh, your ballpark price to write a case study, including the case study interview, is fifteen hundred dollars, and the client says, "Oh, well, <clears throat> we, uh, you know, we only budgeted a thousand dollars for this." Uh, well, you get that feedback right away, and you can work with it. You can probably negotiate something. Maybe, you know, you can work something out. Maybe you can do two or three case studies and uh, together as a single project and then offer a bit of a volume discount for the client. Or maybe you could offer to the client to meet in the middle, which is what I often say. I say, can we meet in the middle? And and if that price is still, you know, can still work for you, if you can do the case study for $12.50, which is meeting in the middle, then you can get you might be able to get the job but the the thing is you can deal with it right away if you waited until you quoted the case study a day later or two days later and that quote arrives on the prospect's desk by email usually and you're you're higher than they expected you may never hear from that prospect again they may just you know start talking to other copywriters they may not get back to you uh, they may be even a little bit embarrassed that they don't have the budget to hire you. So you lose that opportunity permanently. But if you get that feedback from them right away with your ballpark price, then they uh, you have a chance to, to work with them and come up with a price that is reasonable for you and that works for them. Okay, so getting that feedback way, right away is crucial and that dramatically helps you uh, get the project. Also, You know, when you quote a ballpark price when talking to a prospect during that very first conversation with the prospect, um, you don't waste time with prospects that can't afford you. Now, even if you're just starting out as a freelancer, there's going to be prospects who just for whatever reason cannot afford you or, or are just not willing to pay professional rates for professional services. Uh, if your rate to write a blog article is four hundred dollars, and all they can, all they're willing to pay is twenty dollars, 
because there are people who write $20 blog posts out there. Are you willing to work for that? I mean, that's less than minimum wage. So, you know, you, you don't waste time with a prospect like that. If you say your ballpark price is 400 and they can only afford $20 for a blog post, well, then you could say goodbye and, and move on. If you didn't quote that ballpark price, you would have went through all the trouble of agonizing about what to price them, you know, creating a, a quotation or proposal for them, preparing it and sending it the next day, perhaps doing some follow-up calls, and you wasted all this time and energy and hope on a prospect who, who pays peanuts, okay? So it, it does help you, um, um, you know, not waste time on these prospects who just are low-paying prospects that perhaps you want to avoid. And the third and probably most important reason for quoting a, a ballpark price right away with, with a prospect is that they might make a decision to hire you right then and there. You know, uh, so you're striking while the iron is hot. Think of what's happening. The psych- think of the psychology of what's happening when a prospect contacts you and about a potential copywriting project. When they're contacting you at that moment, and when they're having that discussion with you, perhaps on the phone or in person at that moment, they're thinking about that copywriting project. They want to get that project done. They're, they want to move forward. They want to hire you. They want it to work out with you. They want to move forward with that project. It's front and center for them. So if you're able to settle the matter of price, even generally, at that very first conversation, then there's a chance that they might just say, yeah, that price sounds fine with us, or yes, that ballpark price sounds good for us. Let's move forward. And they might very well say yes right away. And that's a very compelling reason to to talk about price during that first conversation. Now, I do know that it takes um, some bravery and some practice in order to discuss price with a, with a prospect right away on the phone or in person when you first have that project discussion with them. I think a lot of writers, and, and me included to some extent, um, we're a li- are, are a little fearful of that. And we, we prefer to kind of go off on our own and make up a quotation and email it out and hope for the best. But I can tell you that if you do that, you're losing a lot of opportunities. And that if you simply work up the confidence to talk professionally and confidently about your, the price of your professional services with a, with a prospect you know, on the phone or in person right away, as soon as they ask about price, then trust me on this. It dramatically increases your chances of getting the job. And is there anything more natural then, you know, when, when uh, talking about what you sell, your professional services, is there anything more normal than talking about your price? You offer a professional service. You have a professional fee. There's no reason why you can't talk about that confidently and directly with, with a client. Not at all. Now, a question I get a lot is, you know, how do you do this? How, how do you actually price a project that you may not know a little bit about immediately when you're talking to a prospect on the phone or in person. Well, there's a few ways you can do this. 
First of all, you can develop some fixed pricing for common projects. There are some projects that are pretty predictable when it comes to how many hours it takes to do it and, and the price you're able to charge. For example, um, you know, writing an article-length case study is a fairly predictable uh, project that you can probably have a fixed fee for. Now, sure, there are some parameters that, that may affect the scope of that project that may result in it taking a little bit longer than usual or perhaps taking less time than usual. But you could probably come up with a fixed price for that type of project. Uh, writing emails, the same thing. Uh, writing white papers, the same thing. Writing certain types of promotions, the same thing. I, I actually have a fixed fee for even uh, direct mail sales letters that generate leads. So uh, you can come up with some fixed project prices. And then when a client asks about pricing, you can very confidently say, here is my price for this type of project. Now, I'll give you a tip right now. I never say, actually, here is my price, or I never say my fee is. I always say my typical fee is. So I'll say my typical fee for an article-length case study is $2,000. My typical fee for a lead generation direct mail sales letter is $3,500. So I always say my typical fee. And the reason why I say that is that when I say typical, that signals to the client that maybe there's some room to negotiate there, that I, I may have some flexibility. After all, there are some types of copywriting projects that are atypical and therefore may affect the price. So I don't want to seem so rigid that I'm not going to negotiate because believe me, I negotiate. But I do want to give them a, an idea of where I'm negotiating from that what my typical fee is. So I always use the phrase typical fee. Now, if you can't, if you can't uh, set a fixed fee for a certain type of project, and for many copywriting projects in B2B you cannot, then you can have a fee range. You can say my, range, my fee range to write a, a series of social media posts and updates on Twitter and Facebook is, and then have a range, $500 to $1,000 or something like that. And you can actually have quite a wide range in your fee schedule. Um, so quoting a fee range can be very uh, effective as well. Another way you can do it, and this is particularly uh, effective when you're quoting um, uh, complex projects. For example, uh, where, where the scope is difficult to determine. For example, what if a client contacts you and says, we're launching a new website. How much do you charge to write a website? Well, there's so many variables involved in writing a website. How can you possibly figure out how much to charge for a website? You can't even give the client a, a ballpark. So here's a trick. It's what I call the representative project technique. Is that you can't give them a ballpark price on their project. So instead, you give them a ballpark price on a representative project. Here's how it works. Let's say a client asks you how much do you charge for a website. Of course, you can't give them a ballpark price because you don't know anything about the parameters of that project. So instead, you'll say, well, my typical fee for a project to write a website that includes six pages, an about page, a services page, uh, a home page, and a couple of other uh, auxiliary pages is $3,000 3, to $4,000. So you can give them a... Uh, a ballpark price for a representative project, a typical project, a project that you that you know approximates what they're looking for. Another way you can do it is you can say, uh, Mr. Mr. Prospect, I actually wrote a website much like what you're looking for a few months ago, 
It included, it was nine pages long, included these different elements, and I charged $4,000. So you can give them a representative idea of how much you charge for uh, other clients for a similar website or how much you would charge for a typical website. So you can give them those ideas, and that gives them a ballpark. Now, if their website project uh, ultimately is twice as involved, the scope is twice as big, well, it's still going to work because you've given them an idea of what a typical uh, website project costs with so many pages and whatnot. So they'll know that if the scope doubles, then your price is going to probably represent that, <laughs> that extra work. And it gives them an idea of, of where your pricing is. Okay, and that can work very well. So there are many ways that you can ballpark a price with, with a prospect before you learn even learn much about their, their project. And when you do that... That gives them an idea of where your pricing is at immediately when they're talking to you on the phone. And when they have an idea of where your pricing is at, then they can give you a clear indication if your pricing is, is okay with them. And if that's the case, then you're this much closer to landing that project. In fact, don't be surprised if some clients who you ballpark a price to say right away, yes, that ballpark price is fine. Let's move forward with the project you're hired for this project. Because that happens to me quite a bit. And, and this type of approach can work very well. So instead of going off and, and figuring out what to quote and sending that quote later on, give the, the prospect a ballpark price immediately when you're talking to them. As soon as they bring up the topic of price. Trust me on this. It dramatically increases your chances of getting the job. So hope you found this podcast helpful. And I will talk to you on the next B2B Writing Success Podcast. I'm Steve Sloan-White. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Sloan-White. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.